Lin-Manuel Miranda's first musical is brought to life. Today I'm talking about In the Heights. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends and welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about the adaptation of in the heights so this is one of those movies that was directly affected by covid in terms of it was meant to be like kind of a hit early spring uh, summer movie and then it kind of had to release in the delay and then release in the midst of covid and so kind of any of the momentum that it would have had via hamilton coming out especially the show on disney plus got a bit delayed so without further ado let's get i'm gonna talk about the movie that as it actually came out and it's now in video so let's get started it's amazing how one substantial creation can catapult everyone involved into the limelight such was the case for hamilton lin-manuel miranda's tony-winning musical that became a national sensation made the creator and many of the show's lead actors including david diggs leslie odom jr and christopher jackson household names it also meant there could be renewed interest in Miranda's first musical about his beloved neighborhood, Washington Heights, in the Heights, including a feature film. But can it match the sky-high expectations from the fans of Hamilton? The film follows Washington Heights bodega owner Usnavi, who dreams of reviving his deceased father's bar in the Dominican Republic. And Usnavi isn't alone, as the neighborhood deals with the steady push towards gentrification and an uphill battle to achieve their dreams, the question remains whether or not Usnavi and his friends will be able to find the happiness they imagined, while keeping their community intact. I'll admit that I came into this movie cold, partially because I wanted to manage expectations, but also because I wanted the movie to speak for itself. Did I like it? Yes. Was it flawed? Also yes. The music, performances, and visuals are all very strong. John M. Chu remains a great director when it comes to creating bright, colorful movies, and all of the performances, whether it's veterans like Jimmy Smith's or Hamilton alum Anthony Ramos, are fantastic. So what holds this movie back? In my opinion, there's two big things. First is the source material, and there's an attempt to blend realism with the musical's grandeur. As far as musicals go, In the Heights feels like a first musical. In many ways, this is the f in the film's favor, because it gives the audience a personal view of how a neighborhood like this looked and felt to grow up in from Miranda's perspective. It also means we can see how things like gentrification can happen and how they that can potentially break up a community and change up how it feels. It's very much a slice-of-life musical that will feel refreshing, especially if you haven't seen many movies or musicals that take place in communities like Washington Heights. On the other hand, the first musical feeling means other elements, such as the approach to the central romances and female characters, are either one-note or immature. I'll use the lead female character, Vanessa, as an example. Ideally, Vanessa would be a complicated and interesting character with a ton of personality that is defined by all of her relationships. In In the Heights, however, Vanessa is defined by her unrequited romance with Usnavi and feeling stuck in Washington Heights. Oh, and she's, she's beautiful. That's about it. Combine that with the fact that her songs are almost all slow and emotional and not as catchy, and it really stands out. I think this is something Miranda has worked on and expanded, see Eliza's songs and character in Hamilton, but it is a foible of this show. From an adaptation standpoint, the film feels like it's trying to have its cake and eat it too. I think John Nemchu wanted to make this film 
film feel realistic and grounded, so we've got a lot of scenes in and around the neighborhood with background dancers added in. However, when the movie does decide to embrace visual flourish, it really makes you wish the entire film was like that. There's one sequence that takes place at the public pool, complete with visual homages to Busby Berkeley musicals of old, a gigantic cast of dancers and extras, and a ton of visual imagination flying up on screen. Same goes for a later romantic ballad that features gravity-defying dancing up and down a building. In the moment, these are great, and what I wish more movie musicals went for. But when the film decides we're going to shift back to tight shots in small rooms for songs, it feels off. Like people belting to the rafters in each other's faces about big emotional things when the visuals don't match that. I get it for dialogue. Keep it grounded and indicate the shifts in either, pers- in either emotion or personality. But in my opinion, the visual energy should be consistent from song to song. The verdict is, it's a mixed bag. For better and for worse, In the Heights has all the hallmarks of a first musical. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.